0: Scoops with Danny Mack, and this is Wednesdays with Walton coming up. Brian Walton of thecardinalnation.com. We're brought to you by Mark Milton. If you have any kind of tax issues, tax liens, You have issues with your taxes, unfiled tax returns. Think Mark Milton, stltaxlawyer.com. Also, this is the wet season at times because it's going to snow. The snow melts, may get in your basement. We have rain, waterproofing issues with your basement. Think Stratum Structural Systems. We're coming to you from the Lufu Studios, so make sure and support the sponsors here on Scoops with Danny Mack. Make sure and support Mark Milton, Stratum, Stratum Structural Systems, stratumrepair.com. Great guys. Tell them I sent you. They have egress windows as well. Need a new car? Holiday season is here. Also think about Lou Fuse, fuse fuse.com. Away we go with Brian Walton on a Wednesday, and it's Thanksgiving Eve. Hey, Brian, happy Thanksgiving. How you doing? I'm doing great, Dan. How about you? I'm doing well, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Uh, So much to get into. Baseball never stops, as you know, and you cover the Cardinals minor league system. You were down at the Arizona Fall League for a number of days and obviously a keen eye on what's happening with the major leagues as well. I'll start with the major leagues. So we have not had the chance to visit since the announcement of Paul Goldschmidt to be the MVP. I guess it shouldn't be a surprise that he wins the MVP. Now, I say that because... I think when you follow Paul like we do day in and day out, you say, man, that last month was tough to watch, and boy, is he going to get the MVP, but I think from the national perspective, those that saw him just looked at the full body of work and said, no, this is the guy. So what's your reaction to seeing Paul get the MVP?
1: Well, you know, ideally, for Cardinals fans, and, and for Paul Goldschmidt, he'd be the first to say, listen, I wish I was hot in September and especially October and help the Cardinals get past the first round of the playoffs. But, you know, it's not that easy. They're not machines, as Tony La Russa used to say. And he had a spectacular season for St. Louis. And it's really nice to see because, you know, let's face it, Paul's now on the other side of 30. Uh, He's, you know, he had such great success earlier in his career with Arizona, came close, finished second in the MVP a couple of times. And, you know, he was really along, certainly with Nolan Aranato, the constants in the Cardinals lineup all season long. And, you know, recognition around the league, this, this MVP race wasn't really that close. He received 22 out of the possible 30 first place votes. So, as you said, across the game, I think that the sports writers, you know, in all the cities, you know, ag- acknowledge that that Paul Goldschmidt was the best player in the National League this year, and probably second play- best player in baseball after the phenomenal season Aaron Judge had for the Yankees, and of course he was the American League MVP.
0: You and I were talking last week who would be non-tendered. I, I thought that we would see Alex Reyes with as much time that the Cardinals have invested in him in his young career. Uh, I thought he would be back with the Cardinals for at least one more go-around to say, okay, what do we have in in Alex Reyes? We've invested so much. The injuries have been there, and uh, he's now a free agent. What was your reaction to seeing Alex Reyes let go?
1: I was a little surprised. Um, you know, this situation happened a couple of years ago with John Brebia, and the situation was similar in some ways and different in others. And you know what I mean? course left handed, right handed, but but coming off an injury um, and not being ready for spring training. You know, the the word is that Alex Reyes, who you know of course had surgery last year, you know, may not be able to throw till May. So now you're you know you're betting on the fact that when he comes to camp he can start to ramp up and we'll be able to contribute sometime in the first half. Uh, and you know he's scheduled to make an you know, estimated in the upper two millions to maybe as much as $3 million in arbitration because even though Alex is, Reyes has played so little, he's spent all that time accruing service time as a major leaguer. So he has over five years of service time. And in fact, Alex Reyes will, would have been a free agent after the 2023 season just based on his time in the majors. And that's a little bit surprising to people, but you know, he is 28 years old and he's been in the Cardinals system for just one month short of a decade. So, you know, on one hand, you say, gosh, they've invested a lot in him. On the other hand, you say, gee, he's been around 10 years, and he's, you know, he had that brief period, of course, in 2021 where he was the closer in the first half of the year, was an all-star, you know, looked like a world beater, and then, you know, the injury bug bit him again. And the real question is something that none of us know, and maybe Alex Reyes doesn't know, what's the condition of his shoulder? Can he come, you know, can he come and – back and be a productive major leaguer again and surely some major league organization is going to bet on Alex Reyes and you know give you I think it's a certainty that he'll find a major league contract somewhere and he's a guy that you know frankly you want to root for and on one hand you hope that he you know doesn't become a a superstar with another team because that would suggest a mistake was made by the Cardinals but you know as a person Alex Reyes is a is a top-notch guy Uh, He's dealt with a lot of frustration, a lot of difficulty, and he's kept his head high and, you know, continued to work hard.
0: I 100% agree. Great kid. Known him since he got to the Cardinals. Wonderful kid, and he's just been through so much. And when he burst onto the scene, I was doing the game, and I believe it was against the Reds. I remember Joey Votto being in the box, and he looked back at, I think Yachty was behind the plate, and he was like, are you kidding me with this guy's stuff? It's just we never saw the potential of what he might be over the course of a full season. Now we saw... Little little bursts of it, but we just never saw the full package together, and that's the uh, that's the 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 frustrating thing in sports. Sometimes you see greatness in little, you know, just little bursts of it. We just never saw Alex at his full potential come and and realize. Now he was an all star, but we just never saw the full thing over a, a full season. I guess is what I'm trying to say.
1: That's right, and you know, as much as we can sit here and and talk about it and wonder what was behind it. I mean what information the Cardinals have about his medicals is much more than we know. 100%, and so I'm sure that's, right, they, that's you know, right. I'm you know, I'm sure they took that into account. Now a year ago at this time we were wondering about what was going on with Reyes and unfortunately because of the lockout he had been hurt in last off season, but because of the, the lockout he was prohibited as all major leaguers were with communication you know, the, you know, and we could play the what-if games all day long. But had last season been a normal offseason, Alex might have gotten better guidance from the Cardinals on how to how to deal with his problem and been ready to pitch sooner than he ultimately was. And so, in a way, you know, Reyes, you know, the time that he lost, at least between uh, the spring training and May, you know, may have been partially attributed to the the lockout. I'm curious
0: what you think and what you think fans feel like right now. So this time last year, we're we're getting ready to to hit the lockout. Do you, do you think fans would rather have a like a a big burst of free agent signings at the winter meetings and gear up for like that one big month? And we're kind of going to get that, I think, Brian, when they when they you know get ready to go for the winter meetings. We've had a few signings and a few trades. Or do you think they like the idea that at least something could happen over Thanksgiving or something could happen right when free agency opens up? What, what do you think baseball fans like and what do you like?
1: Well, it's interesting, Dan, because we've seen kind of the Cardinals do both sides. One is they, they strike early and they try to you know get ahead of the market. And in other cases, we've seen... You know, like last year with, with Dickerson and Poole, say way to tell, in, you know, almost into spring training and guys who didn't have contracts or were waiting, you know, were able to come to terms maybe at uh, uh, terms that were a little more desirable for the Cardinals. I think from a fan perspective, you have to be careful not to do too much too soon. And what I mean is, the, the first signings that occur in, say, in November, people forget about by December and January, and they're like, well, they haven't done anything in a while, you know. Nothing's happened. I mean, it's the same off season but it, you know, begins to drag on. I don't think, frankly, teams, you know, spend any time thinking about how the fans look at it. They have to look at when the guys become available at the the conditions that they want, whether that's a trade or free agents. You know, usually free agents want to take more time and really entertain a lot of offers and, and figure out what's out there. Trades, sometimes teams can strike more quickly if they can come to, you know, an agreement on what has to happen. And I think the Cardinals are going to look at both routes. You know, what the fans, of course, want to see is the Cardinals spend more money. The, you know, John Mosellock conditioned the fan base to expect an increase in payroll. The question is, how much is that going to be, and where's that money going to go? Because some amount of payroll increase, of course, just has to it happens with commitments to players that are already on the roster. But there's an expectation that the Cardinals are going to go out and spend some money, get some more help on offense. You know, they talked about uh, needing another, you know, middle of the lineup hitter with, along with Goldschmidt and Aranato, and of course, addressing the catching needs. And whether those are the same person or not remains to be seen. I suspect not, but uh, and then, of course, there's other fans that want to see them get, you know, another uh, for, you know guy at the front of the rotation. But it kind of feels like the Cardinals are, you know, happy with the guys they have and, and you know, hope that Jack Flaherty can return to his past dominance and that Adam Wainwright has another big year in the tank and that Miles Michael stays healthy and Steven Matz gets healthy and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There are always a lot of questions about pitching. And, you know, the Cardinals have had depth, although we saw they, you know, went out on the market and, and, and got uh, two guys in the offseason. I certainly don't want to uh, you know, pass without mentioning the name Montgomery, who is excellent. And, you know, is back for at least one more year.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I love it. TheCardinalNation.com. It's every day. There's something on your website. And when you went down to the Arizona Fall League and, and obviously you've accumulated so much material, but you've got in his own words and I, I really enjoyed these, but I want to ask you, and you don't have to give away too much here, Brian, cause I know you want people to go to your site, but Mike Antico, who is a speedster, you have him in his own words. What'd you take away from that?
1: Mike Antico is a guy that uh, you know was an eighth rounder a year ago, and you know the guys in the eighth round, you think, okay, well, you know there'll be a depth guy in the minor league system, something from him. But uh, he really had an excellent year this year in the system. began with Peoria, uh, played exceptionally well, and around around July, beginning of July, July 4th, he got moved up to Springfield and continued to steal bases at a very very high rate. Uh, in fact, Antico stole 67 which is the most in the Cardinal system in a long, long time. And, uh, you know, it sort of obscured the fact that Mason Wynn got 43, but really good season, and he had the chance to go down to the fall league and play as well. And he's a guy who, you know, takes pride in both his base running and his defense. He's a center fielder, and, you know, the question is going to be, does he have enough power? Does he have enough thump in his bat? to, you know, potentially be a center field option for St. Louis in the future. And, you know, a guy who's already been to the Arizona Fall League after his first full season, uh, you know, he's on a, Antico's on a nice trajectory, and uh, he's the kind of guy I would think would get a shot in, the, in big league camp in the spring. Probably not going to be a factor at the major league level in 2023, but certainly a guy who uh, has shown that he could get on the radar if he shows a little more at the plate.
0: Yeah, I, w- I would think so for sure. And then you also add, see, I'm the broadcaster and you're the writer, but I'm going to sit there and you do a little bit of everything. I'm going to me- probably mess up his name, but it's Ryan Lutos, L-O-U-T-O-S. But I th- I think I mispronounced the last name.
1: Yeah, he pronounces it lutus lutus um, that's right. And he and his family, yep. And, uh, you know, he's a local product, uh, young man, a uh, very – very good-looking physically, uh, 6'5", 225, went to Washington University, uh, was undrafted, uh, but didn't let that deter him, made a deal with the Cardinals, and, uh, you know, moved up very, very rapidly through the system. We talked about Antico, you know, getting a promotion this year. Lutus had two promotions. He started at Peoria, you know, blew through Springfield, which is a tough place to pitch, and then, you know, finished the season at Memphis, took some knocks in, in AAA initially, but, again, we're talking about a guy in his, you know, first professional season, and they also got to go to the fall league and and put up a really nice 2.57 ERA in the fall league, uh, struck out 13 and 14 innings, and you know really looked like he belonged, you know, in that in that all-star format. And he's a guy who's a you know who's certainly a long shot as a non-drafted free agent, but has uh, has really impressed folks in his, uh, in his early going. And you know again a really really nice young man as well. And the reason that I like to put in their own words up versus, you know, translating and putting quotes in because, you know, you can actually hear the players, you can hear the enthusiasm, you can hear the excitement in them in, you know, chasing that major league dream, which is what everybody's after.
0: Yeah, I love that. When you hear their inflection that and you hear the excitement, that's what it's all about, isn't it? I mean, when you hear their own words, that's the cool part about it. I, I totally agree with you.
1: Hey, and I had, even with Jordan Walker, I had, and Jordan Walker, of course, you know, does hundreds and hundreds of interviews, not hundreds, but dozens of interviews and I told him something he didn't know, and that was that he was a leader in the uh, system in outfield assist. And hey, you know, he thought that was cool because you know, everybody talks about Jordan Walker's power, but, you know, hey, the guy's got a good arm in right field as well. And yeah, other teams tested him early on, but he showed him that, you know, he can handle that part of the role as well. So, you know, you can pick up little things along the way that are that are fun.
0: And he wound up, what, having 10 outfield assists, I think, in the second half alone? Does that sound right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah that's right. And, you know, of course, he you know he's a brand-new outfielder, as folks know. He was converted or moved to the you know outfield during the season. And, you know, while he'd taken fly balls, you know, let's face it, you know, guys take fly balls all the time in batting practice, and it's not necessarily always a serious thing. But, you know, Jordan Walker took that move to the outfield very, very seriously. And as, you know, we've talked about before, he's a guy who's going to come to camp and all eyes are going to be on him as, you know, in terms of, you know what's his readiness for the major leagues could he make that big jump over triple a or will he need some more time um you
0: also have I'll wrap it up with this you got 50 days 50 nights 50 St. Louis Cardinals prospects for 2023 and for people that don't uh, go to your site or see this I, I really advise to do this brian because you break down the system and it gets to the top guys obviously at the end but you've started that and uh, it's a lot of fun i know for you
1: Yeah, it's 18th year in a row, have uh, ranked the top Cardinals prospect, used to rank 40 back in the day, and had too much trouble making lists, so expanded it to 50 about, uh, I don't know, six or seven years ago, and uh, this is a a process by which we um, roll out one player a day from now through, you know, basically takes us up to winter warm-up, and uh, we go into great detail. Uh, Blake Newberry, who's a part of the Cardinal Nation staff, uh, writes in-depth scouting reports on the players. And then I sort of fill in their backgrounds, where they fit in the system, you know, what their plans are for the future, who they're competing with, that kind of thing. And we do that once a day, as I said, every day. Uh, and we've started that process and we're provide a number of the articles, like number 50 um, – a first-year pitcher in the Dominican Summer League, Nelfi Infante. We provide that free so folks can see the level of depth that we're providing. Uh, we include video and, and uh, other information when we can as well, uh, because a number of the articles are subscriber-only, and so we want to show people, uh, on one hand, you know, what they get if they're uh, willing to subscribe to the Cardinal Nation.
0: Oh, it's awesome stuff. Hey, Brian, thank you so much. Uh, go to thecardinalnation.com and uh, have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll catch you up next week, and I'm sure we'll get into a bunch of other stuff. One of the things I want to get into, uh, I did a little deep dive on the Major League look at uh, shifts and the new pitch timer coming and what it might mean and some of the the studies that they did in the minor leagues. Now, I want to get your thoughts on that next week, so I, I want to try to pick your brain and see what uh see what you think's coming to the major leagues for fans so we'll maybe dive yeah into sounds that great little. dan yeah i think i think it's going to be interesting i'm looking forward to that but have a great thanksgiving and uh thanks for doing this and we'll we'll catch you up next week
1: happy thanksgiving to all our listeners talk to you next week